0: Live from America, you're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. It is live at 5, 5 p.m. Eastern Time from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you for watching. I am your ever so humble, God fearing but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Once again, I'm so excited to have you for the second hour of the day. The second hour of the day, and you so amazingly and and and, and just so dedicated. Uh, you guys jump on every time, every time. Like, you really want to hear what I have to say. But anyway, I really do appreciate it <clears throat> because I do have a lot to say, and I'm so thankful that you guys are here. For those who are watching online, on the website, on YouTube. I want to thank you for being able to join in live and giving me that time um, uh, in order to do so. And also for the, those who are going to be listening on the podcast and who watch the show later, I just want to thank you so very much for catching up on the show, listening on your way home. Uh, make sure that you're wearing your seatbelt though, if you're listening in the, uh, in the car on the way home and make sure that I'm not too distracting. Okay, I know my voice can be a little distracting and sometimes we laugh, but just be careful on your way home. Okay, let's give some live shout-outs to people who are watching live right now. Gina Kirkland from Clarksville, Tennessee. How you doing, Gina? Good evening. Good to see you. Julie Bernoski watching from Superior, Wisconsin. Lisa Wooten from Tennessee. Jackie Summers is watching from Florida. Uh, Jackie's been a long-time viewer, so thank you. Deborah Yoakum says, hi, Bubby, Holly, and everyone. Deborah is a, a um, dedicated... Uh, fan of the show and who's also always sending something amazing whether it's a donation or a gift i want to thank her so very much renee cook is watching lisa blue says afternoon i put correct phone number in am message on the left i'm assuming you're talking with the hospital and yes for all those who did call, call the hospital um the number that we just uh you know googled on the show was not the correct number but so many people gave the correct number so thank you very much We have uh, Jonita Alba watching from Nebraska. Adam Reeves is watching. Kathleen Graham is watching from New York. And she says Cuomo must go. And I do not disagree. Cuomo must go. Apparently now he's in even more hot water for something else to do with COVID. Who knows? The guy's either... You know, unwantingly kissing and making sexual advancements towards people, using his power to bully people, telling people he's going to shut him down, giving, you know, his family member preferential treatment of, of the vaccine or, uh, over other people. And now I think it has something to do with forcing uh, people to write his book and, and say untrue things or something like that. Who knows? i um, also like to give a couple uh, more shout outs here to Half Tank. From Hawaii. Hawaii in the house. Captain Redbeard is watching from the Oregon coast. And let's do one more here. How about uh, Vicky Vale watching from the Show Me State of Missouri. I'd also like to give special thanks to the following people. And I got some gifts to show you. Every day it seems I come in. I tell you, it's like Christmas here. Every single day. I'd like to give a special thanks to James Wenrick for the letter and the donation. I received it today. Thank you so very much. Lorna Corte for the card and the donation. I appreciate that, Lorna. David and Janet Schmidt also sent a card and a very generous donation. And I want to thank you for that. It's these small donations coming in. Much like President Trump's uh, presidency in 2016. It's the small individual donations that keep this show maintained. And also uh, offer enough to make it grow into into something bigger. And you know, to maintain is, is definitely a cost. You know, there's a lot of costs associated with that. But to grow is definitely a bigger cost. And I want to just thank you all so so very much. Uh, Mona and Heidi Collins. Let's see. They sent me this hat today. And I said, oh, that looks familiar. They sent me a a, a Make America Great Again hat. Nope. That's not what it says. See that? Make the UP Great A. (laughs) (laughs) Not make America great again, make the UP great, eh? And I knew instantly what they were talking about. I have spent many, many, many hours in the Upper Peninsula, or the UP of Michigan, uh, specifically in Houghton and Hancock. I had friends um, from Illinois, and we used to go up there and snowmobile. So I want to thank you so very much, Mona and and Heidi, for that make the UP great, uh, again, A hat. Really, really clever. I love it. Thank you so very much. Also. Some somebody and there's no name on it, and I'm not. That's not to say that I didn't get a message at one time, and I'm just I'm forgetting who sent them. But there's nothing in here that says who sent them. But somebody sent me both uh, part one and part two of the Chosen. Now, if you don't know what the Chosen is, definitely uh, check that out. Check out their app, and you you definitely want to check out those seasons of the Chosen because um, what a wonderful production that is. Okay, also. Jesus is calling. You guys know we read from this every evening. I just got a full box of brown and teal Jesus Calling books from Becky Adams. She sent not only the books, but she sent the packaging that they would go in and some money to help with postage. So, as you know, we send out Bibles here every week. We are going to start sending out chose, I mean, um, Jesus Calling books as well. And uh, my wife is so generous, gener- generously helping me inventory everything and making sure we have a nice um, organized stockpile of Bibles and, and literature and Jesus Calling books to send out. And from now on, instead of just shouting somebody out online, we're going to make sure we do it a little bit more organized. And we're going to get Bibles and, uh, and literature into the right hands um, where, where people need them. And we're going to do it efficiently and effectively. Okay, so thank you, Becky Adams, so very much. For that and the money to help with the postage, it it, it goes a long way. And you are doing God's eternal work by doing that. Thank you so very much. Also, I'd like to thank uh, Sophia Top. Sophia Top uh, sent a letter and a donation. And uh, she actually has uh, recently suffered a broken shoulder. So we want to send prayers and we want to send uh, positive energy to Sophia Top for her broken shoulder. And uh, I can imagine how hard it is to write. She goes, I'm sorry for the handwriting. I have a broken shoulder. So I'm so um, so very appreciative of so many of you who do this, who send me these amazing gifts. It's every bit of it is a blessing from God, whether it's a dollar donation or a thousand dollar donation, whether it's a hat or a tumbler, whether it is a hand... Uh, uh, handcrafted quilt, or whether it's Swamp Donkey and Rhino Buckets, every bit of it helped the show, and this is your show, this is your show, this is your network, this is your wall, uh, and everything in here, it, it, it's this, this, I showed you this morning on Telegram and Instagram, a little behind-the-scenes look of the studio, and um, it's definitely got the style and the feel of of all of you, so thank you so very much for doing that, It's it's truly incredible, and I don't even know how I could ever repay you, don't know how I could ever repay you. Um, so that's going to do it for that. I do want to read you a couple, uh, quick devotionals, if I can, not really devotion. I mean, testimonies, excuse me, testimonies from, uh, from a couple folks. This one came in via Instagram this morning and it said, Jeremy, I wanted to share how the Lord used you today. So last week, if you remember, if you're part of the newsletter, I sent out a letter, a newsletter talking about, do you hate or do you love Nancy Pelosi? Okay. And it was really just, uh, about, You know, Jesus cared for everybody. Jesus loved everybody, and so should we. He even loved the people who tortured him, right? And it said, uh, she said, Jeremy, I wanted to show you how the Lord used you today. This was when I sent that out. Yesterday, I asked my two best friends in the morning to pray for me because I realized I had literal hate for Joe Biden in my heart, and I know it's wrong. Jesus died for him too, and his sins are no worse than mine. I asked my husband to pray for me as well last night, but I was justified... I was justifying it because he's just that bad, and look what he's doing to our country. Then the Lord finished the conviction in my heart this morning when you read from 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and uh, talks about this very thing. How wrong it is to hate. His word is stronger than any two-edged sword, able to pierce the soul. I am forgiven and can move forward in prayer even for Joe Biden. Thank you for what you do. You never know how the Lord will use us for his glory. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. And then I got another one from uh, Susan. that says, hi, Jeremy. My son asked me to share his story from the weekend with you. He was going into a store and saw a homeless family. The mom was playing the violin to raise money to feed her kids. Stephen didn't hesitate and whipped out his wallet and handed over cash to the family and said, God bless you. My son complains when his father borrows $10 for gas. And here he is doing something out of the kindness of his heart. He has been watching your 11 a.m. show daily and 5 p.m. on his days off. And I thank you for, for having good influence on him and showing him the way. Is that not amazing, guys? Is that not just worth praising God over right there? The fact that this show and God is using me of all people. To help and plant seeds and, and and be an influence and stuff like that. It just, it melts my heart. I drop to my knees and thanks of, of God. And um, I appreciate you guys sharing those testimonies with me, okay? So let's get right to it. Let's give our honor, our love, and our attention where it belongs and where it belongs first before this show or before anything else. And that is to God, okay? So let's read from Jesus Calling. April 12th, year of our Lord, 2021. It says, when you are afraid, don't blame yourself for having what very uh having that very human emotion instead acknowledge what you are feeling then affirm your trust in me so he's saying that it's a very very human feeling to have blame to blame yourself to 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 hold things against yourself too much he's saying don't do that instead reaffirm your trust in me out loud or in a whisper like we do every day when we do the lord's prayer right This affirmation protects you from the lie that feeling fearful means you don't trust me. Even better, it brings you consciously into my presence where you can find comfort and hope. And that is referencing Deuteronomy 31.8 that says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. About anything, ever, guys. He also references, Palmus. I mean, sorry, that's corn pop talk. Psalm 56.3 that says, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And before you turn out the light tonight, reflect on the Psalms of David. They show that genuine faith is not canceled out by fear. Amen? All right, let's get right to the Lord's Prayer. If you can, say it out loud, real loud real loud, and make sure that you accentuate those words so that God can hear it from your lips. If not, if you can't, for whatever reason, then say it inside, internally, for the spirit to hear it, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'd like to give Robert Sand, is it Sanborn or Sanders? I saw him say, can I get a shout out? I think it was Robert Sanborn, but it could have been Robert Sanders. It went too fast, brother, but hey, you know who I'm talking about. And uh, there's your shout out, man. I appreciate you watching. Okay, folks, let's get right to it. The first and foremost section of today, you guys had an action item of the day, and you did it, and you did it by the thousands. So many of you called the Liberal Boston Hospital, you know, the one that wants to put uh, whites last. Well, ladies and gentlemen, out of all those calls, many of you got back to me and said that the correct number is 617-732-6636, not the number that we Googled this morning. OK, and, the, and you were 100 percent right. This poor lady and, and whomever, whomever else got those phone calls um, uh, said that it's, it's not been put into a policy yet, which we knew. But there are discussions and the direct line for the doctors and the folks on the board that are having that discussion are is, excuse me, one, six, one, seven, seven, three, two, six, six, three, six. I'll say it one more time. One, six, one, seven. 732-6636. That is Brigham and Women Hospital. And so many people called and told them how they feel. Now you you want to be polite, but you also want to be firm because nine times out of ten when you call, you're not going to get the person who actually is in charge of that but this should be a direct number right to the people who do have some say so in that. And I just want to make sure that we are doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing as Republicans. We have that spine. We have that courage that's contagious and we call these people and we let them know exactly how we feel about it. Again, if they're getting thousands of calls a day, that means that people know what's going on. They're under a magnifying glass. And most of the time when people get away with things, they know it's because they're not under a magnifying glass. Okay. So let's keep that up tomorrow. We will, um, We will make sure we all call them together, but right now, continue to keep calling on your own. If you only can call once, that's great, all right? We all make the calls when we can, but we'll work on calling them together um, tomorrow as well because we want day after day. We want day after day. We want it to go for days. So they go, man, we've been getting calls for days. We can't keep doing this. We got to do something about this. We got to pull this idea. This is a dumb idea. And you know what? For them to even tell you and validate what I told you this morning, that it is a conversation that's happening, that it is a discussion that's happening, that right there alone should tell you how disgusting these people really are. Okay? All right. Moving on. We are going to give... A smarty award right away. Usually, we start out with a dumb dumb award, but now we're going to start out with a smarty award. So let's get this one right out of the way, real quick. And that smarty award is going to go, is going to go to a a bunch of of uh, Kentucky uh, restaurants, a bunch of Kintus, uh, tic, uh, excuse me, Kentucky restaurants in Frankfort County, where the capital is, band together. Got a little bit of an alliance going on and they um, they received an injunction because they filed suit. They received an injunction that prohibits Governor Andy Bashir from enforcing any new COVID-19 orders against them. Now, right now, this only applies to those Frankfort County restaurants who were all involved in this little alliance that they that they put together to fight back. Judges are starting to yank away the power from these power hungry left wing swamp donkey and rhino um, governors because they never had the power to do so in the first place. So I just want to, um, uh, Oh, somebody said Franklin County. Yay. Kentucky 40 miles from me. Yeah. So, so you guys, that's, that's what we got to do. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing it happen everywhere. People are standing up. People are getting together. People's voices are being heard and the right people are hearing them. Look, you, you lose 100% of the opportunity, opportunities that you don't take, right? Ronald Narge, he said, shout me out. Ronald from Michigan, you lose 100% of the opportunities that you do not take. If you lay down, if you let them take your freedoms, if you let them take your restaurants, if you let them take your livelihoods, they're going to do it. The government has no red line in the sand unless it's to another country that they don't adhere to anyway. The government has no red line of when they're going to give you back your freedoms, they're going to continue to take them, they're going to continue to go over that line, and as long as you let them do it, they're going to continue to control you. So I want to give a big shout out to everybody in that county, in Kentucky, for standing up and making sure that the judge, um, that the, the injunction came down that prohibits Governor Andy Beshear, Andy Sheepshear, of, uh, of enforcing any new COVID laws. Shout out. And it also looks like it's Cheryl McMahon's birthday today. Happy birthday, Cheryl McMahon. We hope you have a wonderful, blessed, safe, fun, and joyful birthday from all of us here at Live From America to you and all of your family. If you haven't done it yet, folks, please, you know the drill. Reach down and hit that little thumbs up button. When you got 2,500 people watching and only 700 likes, that means somebody ain't doing their action item job. You know what I mean? But no, I I appreciate the shares and the likes. It uh, helps the algorithms kick in and makes more people see the show. And that's ultimately what we're doing here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, more good news. South Carolina governor follows what Iowa governor did late last week. And the governor there, Henry McMaster, signed an executive order blocking the Biden residency from dumping illegal alien children in their state. The state child uh, welfare system is already at capacity and adding any more illegal aliens would take far more resources than the state has. And they currently do not have any infrastructure in place in order to facilitate that many more children, especially that many more children who are here illegally to begin with. So shout out to South Carolina, all of your calls, all of your emails, all of your pestering of your state representatives, your state senators, and your governor's office, and... um that's a great job. That's a great move by Henry McMaster. Um, God bless him. God bless Iowa. God bless South Carolina and many other states that are going to continue to follow. All it takes is one state to do something, and then it's like dominoes. This election integrity laws that g- happened in Georgia, they only went about halfway from what we wanted them to go. We wanted them to go even more. Imagine if that would happen. People would have been having meltdowns so fast they would have melted like the Wicked Witch of the West if you poured water on them. Okay, well, that's what happens when you pour truth on Democrats, and that's why they don't like this election law, because they know that the truth didn't come out of there in 2020 during the November 3rd elections, right? So they know that, this, that once one thing happens, it's like a domino effect, and more and more states are going to do it, and they don't want it to happen, because they don't. there's no way they can win without these, the swing state cheating. You feel me? So, shout out South Carolina for doing your job and being action item people. All right. Here's some more news that's good news, but stemmed from bad news. I have a little bit of experience in this, in this uh, realm. Um, a third grader back in November, late November of last year, named Lydia, she wore a um, Jesus Loves Me mask, following guidelines, third grader, shouldn't be wearing a mask to begin with, no kids should. But this third grader and her parents, following CDC guidelines, following state mask mandates, She wore a mask to school. Well, this mask said, Jesus loves me. Amen. Expressing her love and the fact that she is loved by our Savior, our Messiah, our Lord, our Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. What better way to express your your love for that, for for what Jesus did and and, and for what he means to you than by wearing your Jesus loves me mask, right? Right? little bit more of an armor of God to keep away that coronavirus, whatever. Long story short, she got in trouble. The school took away that mask. This was in last November. They took away that mask and little poor Lydia was left not only with, um, with embarrassment, but humiliation. Okay. And then what does that do to a third graders mind when the school tells her you can't wear this Because you are not allowed to express your religion here. Meanwhile, there are kids in the same grade and grades above her wearing Black Lives Matter masks and wearing their favorite political figure on their mask, whether it be Biden or Kamala Harris. Okay, But this young lady wears a Jesus Loves Me mask. She gets embarrassed and humiliated. She gets her mask taken away. And her parents and other organizations have since sued the school. And right now they are at the discovery uh, Mo, the discovery uh, part of this of this lawsuit. So they filed their complaint. They heard back from the school, and now they are demanding any and all information around this: who ordered it, who was who was involved in it, when did it happen, uh, everything, every little bit of detail that comes down to this. Okay, and this has been going on since the end of November. So the law, so the lawyers are now in on the attack. The lawyers are in attack mode, and this is another uh, another um, form of standing up, another form of saying, I've had enough, and you want to know something? Uh, some of you who don't know me know that I was in a very similar situation, which was before my children went to Christian school, and they were still in public school. My son at that point was in fourth grade, and they asked everybody in the class, for those who don't know, many of you know the story, but for everybody in the class, they asked the, uh, the teacher asked the fourth graders, I want you to come up and write on the board what the word Christmas means to you in one word. Okay. So everybody was going up and people were writing presents and tree and Santa and snow and family and this, that, and the other. Well, my son was the only kid in the entire class. This was still in public school who went up to the board and wrote Jesus. Well, what happened there is my son got separated from the rest of the class, got taken out of class and told him that he was not allowed to write that during Christmas. The holiday that is exactly tied to the birth of Jesus Christ. The only reason for the season. My son writes Jesus, they pull him out, they embarrass him, they humiliate him, and then they set him on a path. They set him on a path to not believing in Christ. And you want to know something? Since that day out of all my children, that son, that specific son, the one that just had a birthday this past weekend, is the one son that we still have problems with today when it comes to his belief in Christ. He memorized so much of the Bible. He memorized everything, more than I ever could. He was so happy about being a Christian, and that 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 happened. And ever since then, he's not been the same he's not been the same. And that's exactly what indoctrination is. That is exactly what brainwashing is. Now I opted not to sue. I instead humiliated the teachers and the principal and the superintendent and made them apologize to my son, but that didn't really do anything because my son is still scarred for life. And I bet that third grader Lydia will be scarred for life because of this. Now, will it make her not a Christian? I don't know. Maybe not. But the fact of the matter is that these schools need to be sued and if I could go back in time I was trying to protect the um, I was trying to protect the taxpayer in my community at that time because I was very involved in my local politics I was running for county commissioner I didn't want to be seen as the person who's trying to take more money from the taxpayer even though we're already raped as much as it is and I should have not done that if I could go back I would do exactly what these people are doing right here and I would sue the pants off of that school for what they did to my son, because still today, this is happening, there's after effects of it, and there's aftershocks of it, it's disgusting, and there should have been something that's done about it, but anyway, God bless little Lydia, God bless her family for the trials, and the tribulations that they're going through, and I hope at the end, they win, and here's the funny thing about that story, is since then, since the lawyers got involved, the school is allowing her to wear her Jesus loves me mask, hmm, that's going to hurt their case, they should have stuck with it. If you're going to go that far, you need to you need to, uh, you need to stick with it. Instead, they tried to save face, and it's going to be the one thing that ends up hurting them in the end. I guarantee it. But it shouldn't be. The thing that hurt and should end up hurting them is the fact that they violated First Amendment rights of speech and religion. That's what should have hurt them. But courage is contagious. You're exactly right, Alicia. Disgusting, disgusting, disgusting what these people are doing to our kids. Now, speaking of disgusting, you guys may want to see this. So you all know we have a secretary, um, Pete Buttigieg, Pete Booty whatever his last name is. Anyway, he was the failed mayor, okay, who failed in the in the Democratic primary, lost very badly, polled almost as bad as our current vice resident, Kalama Harris, lost, and then was offered the secretary of transportation by the Biden residency, by Corn Pop himself. Okay. Pete Buttigieg then fakes riding a bike to a cabinet meeting, then lies and gets caught and caught by Chris Matthews. I mean, not Chris Matthews, excuse me. Who's that um, Chris Wallace? Chris Wallace, Chris Matthews, thrill up my leg, Trump hater, whatever. They're both the same. They're one and the same, right? Chris Wallace actually calls Pete Buttigieg out for lying. For lying about how many jobs this would create. This new green deal and this infrastructure bill would create. He catches him lying and then Buttigieg says, Well, I should have done this better. I should have explained it better. And he goes, Actually, you completely misled the people. Why mislead the people? Okay? Well, this guy has no shortage of dumb things that he says. So I'm going to roll the tape for you. And I'm going to let you hear what Pete Buttigieg says himself. He says that the vaccines may be part of God's plan. God may want you to get the vaccines. And who better to listen to about what God wants than Pete Buttigieg? Roll that beautiful bean footage, shall we? Here we go. A recent poll showed that almost 3 in 10 white evangelical Christians white evangelical. they will definitely not get vaccinated. That's the second highest group in the country uh, refusing to get vaccinated uh, behind Republicans. Now, you've been outspoken on issues of your personal faith. Otherwise, I, I normally wouldn't bring this up. But why do you think it is that so many of your fellow uh, white evangelical uh, Christians are reluctant to be vaccinated? And what's your message to them? You know, sometimes I've, I've heard uh, people, people I care about, saying, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, if uh, uh, you know I'm, I'm faithful, God's going to take care of me. And I guess what I would hope they might consider is that maybe – a vaccine is part of God's plan for how you're going to take care of yourself. In the end, I have to admit that it's unlikely that that an official like me is going to be persuasive uh, to somebody who maybe <clears throat> doesn't feel like Washington has been speaking to them for a long time. Uh, but this is where faith leaders can make such uh, a difference. Pastors, uh, I mean, the very word pastor, the idea of pastoral care is about supporting those uh, who look to you for guidance, and usually we think of that in a spiritual sense, but uh, sometimes that could also just be true for health. And so I hope anybody who is looking after a community of people, uh, uh, including a faith community, will consider ways to help guide them towards steps that can protect them and protect those around them. Yeah, it reminds me of that old joke about God saying, I sent you the boat. I sent you the, you know, that old thing about why did you exactly. save me? Uh, Secretary of Transportation, people exactly. judge, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. A Typical. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Jake Tapper, uh, making sure that he says over and over again, many of your white, your white evangelicals, what's up with your white evangelicals? Hey, Jake Tapper, you're white. Pete Buttigieg is white. Okay? Both of you have zero personality, zero intelligence, and the two of you together don't match a fingernail of President Trump's intelligence. Okay? So I love the fact that you kept saying white, 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 but the fact that Pete Buttigieg says that maybe God wants you to get the vaccine. And this all coming out, by the way, after a poll was done, and 40% of all evangelicals and over 60% of Republicans say that there is no circumstance in which they will ever, ever take the rushed CCPV that is made, by the way, AstraZeneca and J&J, so the AZ and the J&J vaccine, are both, ladies and gentlemen, made with the dead tissue of mutilated fetuses. That's a fact. The dead tissue of mutilated fetuses and some of which are up to a decade old. That is what the AZ and the J&J CCPVs are made of. And you still want evangelicals and Christians to take it? Please, ladies and gentlemen, tell Pete Booty Judge what he has won. Mm-hmm. That's right ladies and gentlemen Pete Bootyjedge has won the dum dum award of the day and the first one I might add how can you say then he goes on to say that it should be a pastor's job a pastor's job is to keep their flock safe and that he should a pastor should urge their congregation to take this even though we know that the AZ and the J&J CCPV are made with the dead fetuses of a aborted come on ladies and gentlemen Are you serious? In the words of David Harris Jr., are you kidding me? He'll probably do a show later where he has this and he can say, are you kidding me a little bit better. But just so you know, it is a fact that the AZ and the J&J are made from the dead tissue of mutilated fetuses. Period. Moderna and Pfizer, a little different story. Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to something different, and this is, (laughs) we know that everybody's eye is on Georgia right now. By the way, please share the video. Please just copy the link, send it to some friends, or share it on Facebook real quick. We already know that the whole world is looking at the state of Georgia. Georgia's racist for making voter ID laws, even though everybody that's speaking out about Georgia's voter ID laws require a voter or require an ID to do everything in their businesses, but for some reason, it's racist. We all know it's crap. We all know that they don't want that first domino to fall, which fell, and we all know they're trying to use the racist and the bigot and the homophobe and everything else card under the sun in order to make people scared not to do this, okay? But courage is contagious, and we stand up. Well, um, somebody who doesn't have courage, somebody who I used to really like, but I've not been able to separate um, the job that these people do and their opinions anymore. I just can't do it. So Will Smith is making a movie called Emancipation. And this movie was to be filmed in Georgia. Now you know Georgia and New Hampshire are very similar when it comes to their um, their uh, letting people film inside the state. They have tax breaks. Okay, so in order for Will Smith's movie, Emancipation, to be filmed in Georgia, as opposed to somewhere like Louisiana or Tennessee or Alabama or anybody, anywhere else down south, is because they were going to get $15 million in tax breaks. Okay, $15 million in tax breaks, but <sighs> Woketopia kicked in and Wokamania is running wild all over everybody, so Will Smith has pulled his movie. He is now going to go film it in Louisiana, okay. Where he's not going to get the tax break, but where the story takes place originally, historically, anyways. So, you just tried to save yourself $15 million by doing it in a state where it didn't happen, and ended up backfiring on you because now you're so stupid. And you're so woke that you're going to remove your movie from from Georgia actually hurting minorities that were working on that film so that they could make money. You're, again, the same thing that Major League Baseball did. You're going to hurt the minority community by moving the movie. You're going to lose $15 million. <laughs> and meanwhile, when it's all said and done, Will Smith... Nobody cares, uh- except for the minority community that you're hurting by removing your movie and taking it to another state. So great job in doing exactly what you didn't want to do by hurting people that, yeah, you get it, right? The whole thing is is, is 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 butt backwards, we'll call it. And it's ridiculous, and they're woke, and they're dumb, and really... nobody cares. Now, one thing that a lot of people do care about... Ladies and gentlemen, moving on is these the number of public school shoot, number of public shootings and school shootings that have happened since Resident Corn Pop and his hairy legs, along with his cockroaches and his twelve-year-old girls, came into office. How many people have been shot? How many? Acts of violence have you seen? How many public shootings have you seen? How many school shootings have you seen? It seems like we're seeing one, two, three a week ever since Resident Corn Pop took his role in the White House illegally. Now, how many did you see when President Trump was in there? I don't remember a school shooting happened for how long. I don't remember terrorist attacks happening for how long. But again, when Democrats are in control, you see it ramp up. Why? Because it's all part of pushing to get rid of your guns your rights and your freedoms And if they don't directly make this stuff happen, then they indirectly make it happen the same way. They indirectly made the border crisis happen by allowing it, by showing you that they will deal with it by showing you that they will, that they will allow it to happen because they don't want your feelings to be hurt. So every time, again, when president Trump was in, in the, in the white house, Peace through strength. Not only did we have m- way more peace in the in the United States than we have right now, even with the take your ball and go home, crybaby, uh, Antifa and BLM characters, we had peace around the world. We had peace in North Korea. Nobody was shooting off missiles. There was no talk of war. Soon as Democrats come in, look at talk of war happening, um, soldiers being deployed, um, uh, school shootings happening. Border crisis is happening, rapes, uh, drug crisis happening, all under Democrat rule. Why? Because they make money off it. Same way that Liz Cheney's father, Dick Cheney, made money being a warmonger. You know, and cost the United States trillions of dollars and lost tens of thousands of lives and destroyed millions of lives overseas. Yeah, that scumbag. Liz Cheney's father. Hmm. Anyway, another school shooting happened today in Knoxville, Tennessee. How many does that make now, Biden, since you've been in office? Knoxville, Tennessee has a school shooting today. We haven't seen any of this crap since this idiot took office. And here we are, once again. Here we are, once again. Ah, Moving on to some good news and giving the second Smarty Award of the day today. And I really hesitate, even though this guy is part of my state. Governor Chris Sununu, governor of the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Half the time he's a rhino, half the time he makes me upset. But today he's going to get the... Smarty award of the day because he finally, finally signed SB 43 into law, which authorizes a complete and full forensic audit of Rockingham County District 7 state representative race. And when we find out that more than 15% of the ballots were wrong, then we can move on and audit the rest of the 85% of the state, which uses Dominion machines. So I got to give credit where credit is due. I got to give a Smarty Award to Chris Sununu for not being a rhino and finally standing up and doing what the people of the state want you to do again. You've done it before in the past. You don't do all bad things, but sometimes you really, really really, really make us mad. Like we still have a mask mandate. We still have a mask mandate in this state. I don't have a mask mandate because I am a free person of this United States from sea to shining sea. And you're not going to tell me what I have to wear ever in my state or anywhere else I go. Okay. Well, except for the, <laughs> that's not true. Cause I did wear one on the airplane, but I digress. Anyway, great job, Chris Sununu. We, we appreciate You taking a stand there, and and you kind of had to because Congress unanimously, 24 to 0, voted. SB 43 passes, signed into law. Let's move on and do this audit. Now, speaking of audits, I need to take a sip of my coffee or a slurp. I'm not going to stop the slurp because we're going to get into Arizona here. I want to tell you some more stuff about Arizona, okay? And for the two people who have put thumbs down on this video, we would all like to just, we'd all like to just say this. <laughs> oh, the, the attention seekers. You know what I mean? All right, Arizona, two point two. excuse me, million ballots to audit, okay? We already know the left is using all of their dirty lawyers to try to drum up any dirt that they can on the firm that was hired to do this audit. Even though they're a third party, I don't care what happens, we're just here to do a job, all right? Anyways, the entire thing will be recorded. (laughs) Woohoo! Every time those ballots are moved, anytime anybody is around those ballots, anytime anybody's touching those ballots, looking at those ballots, dreaming about those ballots, sneezing on the ballots, touching the ballots, looking at the whatever, talking about the ballots, everything will be recorded. Now, there's a lot of talk right now about the chain of custody, right? Because the ballots have to be moved from one place to another in order to do this hand forensic audit of these ballots, of these paper ballots. Okay, And a lot of misinformation is out there right now. One of those pieces of misinformation is that you're going to lose a chain of custody. But that is not true. That is not true because the sergeant of arms, along with many other people, will accompany those ballots to keep them secure. Okay, And everything will be recorded. That's the beauty of this right here. All individual uh, people who are doing the forensic audit, everybody, everybody in this firm has been interviewed, has been vetted and have had background checks, making it so the Senate has a complete trust in who is doing these ballot uh, audit, forensic audit, and uh, how they're being counted, who's doing the f- everything. It's completely trustworthy, all right? That's on the paper ballot side. I love the fact that it's all going to be recorded, all right? Now, on the machine ballot side... The subpoena clearly says that... They are to be given access where the machines are to do any kind of forensic audit they need to on those machines. However, the Maricopa Board of Supervisors, again, ladies and gentlemen, is saying that they're not allowing the forensic audit to be done there because they know that moving these machines will be problematic. They know that moving the machines as opposed to the ballots are going to leave room for a lot of skeptics to say, "Ooh, this happened, Ooh, that happened. So the people doing the audit hired by the Senate do not want these machines moved. They want to do the audit right there. But the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors is saying, no, you can't do them here. Too bad. The subpoena clearly says that you are to give full access to these machines, where they sit, where they originally were, and that is where the audit will be done at. Okay. Um, So the not only does the State Senate, but also the firm that's doing the audit expect to be completely attacked from all angles, okay? They're going to be doing a trial and a practice, uh, not trial and a practice, more of a training day for everybody from April 20th through April 22nd. So there's going to be two days of audits, April 20th to April 22nd uh, of training, I mean, excuse me. After that, they're going to do the full forensic audit. So basically starting on the 22nd, it's going to be 60-day process. 40 days for the counting, and 20 days or so to get together the uh, the full report. And the full report should be released by June twentieth, twenty twenty, to ensure that the twenty twenty two elections have some security. So we'll keep an eye on that as we go forward. But again. Um, they fully expect to be attacked, and from the 20th to the 22nd, they'll be doing training on in April, and then they will do a, a 60-day full audit and um, and produce the full report. So you got New Hampshire and Arizona doing this. I fully expect Michigan to be next, and then you'll probably something to do with Pennsylvania and Wisconsin will follow. Okay, so we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep a uh, um, keep our ear to the ground on that. And uh, I'll make sure that I cover anything that happens there. Okay, moving on. We have two Nobody Cares awards to give away back-to-back. The first one is going to be from John Boehner. Do you guys remember John Boehner? Do you guys remember how much of a worthless rhino John Boehner was? Mr. I'm-gonna-repeal-Obamacare-but-didn't-do-anything-ever? But, But, okay, well, John Boehner mocked President Trump, okay? Okay? After this weekend, when President Trump held this um, held this uh, meeting in Mar at Mar a Lago about the future of the Republican Party, who's going to run it, who's going to run for what, how they're going to do it, what the strategy is, well, John Boehner um, mocked Trump and said that Trump has nothing else to do but stir up trouble. And let me read for you a little bit of what John Boehner, formerly uh, speaker former speaker of the House from Ohio, uh, he said. He mocked Trump and said that. An unemployed former President Trump has nothing better to do but to cause trouble since leaving the White House. In an interview on The View, well, there you go right there. Dum-da-dum. John Boehner says that um, he's not in the political world these days and tries to stay a fu- as far away as possible. Okay, But he says t- about Trump, here's a guy who's unemployed. Number one, lie. The guy has more to do than you've ever had to do in your entire life. And he's got more property, more real estate, and more things floating across his desk than you could ever see in two lifetimes, John Boehner. number one. But he says, here's a guy who's unemployed and nothing else to do except cause trouble. And clearly, it's obvious to me that he's not going away. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think? Dum dum? He is the Republican Party. Get over it. Get on the train or get out of the way. He says, quote, I think what Republicans need to do is act like Republicans. Oh, really? You mean like you did? You spineless, feckless coward? Did nothing ever? He says, I'm a conservative Republican, but I'm not crazy. I believe in fiscal responsibility. I believe in str- uh, uh, I believe in a strong, a strong national defense. Okay, well, since, oh, and then he says we need to rally the party around what being a Republican means. And those principles are pretty straightforward and pretty simple. Well, number one, John Boehner, your Republican Party is over. The days of your Republican Party are over. It is no longer the GNP where you get a free ride just by being a feckless coward, by being a spineless, worthless nobody when it comes to the Democrats and fighting them, okay? The Republican Party, as you know it, is over. Number two, Trump owns the Republican Party. Nobody in this country could even come close to the amount of support, money, energy, or anything else for that matter than President Trump. Get it through your thick skull. And since you're so strong, and since you want to rally around what you are as a Republican, and what it means for you to be a conservative, Mr. John Boehner, let's take a trip down memory lane to see, I don't know, just how strong of a Republican you really were. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage, shall we? This is John Boehner crying about everything. Chasing the American dream, providing for the safety and security of the American people. Uh, oh, make it true. This covenant makes a service of posterity. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you I put my myself through school. You come here humbled uh, by the opportunity to serve. That's at the top of our list. That these kids have shot at the American green we're sent here not to be something, but to do something. <laughs> Working every rotten job there was. Crummy River. Get... crummy River. And, now the <laughs> right now. Our fellow citizens died <laughs> at the hands of these terrorists. When are we going to stand up and take them on? Oh. When are we going to defeat them? i thought that was i thought wait a minute wait a minute isn't isn't that boehner being strong isn't that isn't that john boehner being a strong republican right there isn't that him isn't that what being a republican means to him what's <laughs> the you have to think John Boehner that's why you're not in politics any longer man Trump lives rent free in these guys head doesn't he doesn't he (laughs) sounds like Obama trying to talk (laughs) but remember John Boehner and Obama buddy buddy remember that remember the commercials they used to make together (laughs) what a loser huh Hey, you know what? Let's just—I got one more here. I got one more to do, so let's just give it to him. And I get to put that in the rhino bucket. I've needed a rhino. Uh, I, I've needed a rhino for quite a while, so I'm glad we put that. In. We exactly the cowardly lion. We, <laughs> we should. We should do that. We should coin him the cowardly lion. Somebody touched my tail. <laughs> oh my lanta all right one more folks one more to give away here megan markle right princess former <laughs> the artist the princess formerly known wait hold on the loser formerly known as princess megan markle because she's not anymore right apparently she gave up that title so the loser formerly known as megan markle says that she does not attend, or she does not plan excuse me, she does not plan to attend Prince Philip's funeral but says Harry will go hmm nobody cares We stopped caring about what happens to the monarchy and British rule and the royal family, oh, I don't know, a few hundred years ago. We don't care if you're going to Prince Philip's funeral or not. You're the loser formerly known as Princess Meghan Markle. Now you're just Meghan Markle. Nobody. Doesn't even have an acting career anymore. Who cares if you're going to Prince Philip's funeral? And who cares if Harry's going to Prince Philip's funeral? Prince Philip. Philip. Doesn't care which one of you is coming to his funeral. Neither does anybody in the royal family. So, Meghan Markle, stop. Stop. We're all... <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, all right? So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America right here. 5 p.m., April 12th, Year of Our Lord, 2021. I want to encourage you to go to jeremyharold.com As soon as you get off this uh, live, and and go check out... Everything there, We you're going to see a brand new updated, by the way, don't leave yet. You're going to see a brand new updated website here in a few days. I ordered the Live from America hats. I'll be ordering the glasses this week, and I'm also ordering the NBA T um, hats as well. And you'll be able to get them, like I said, towards the end of April, right on the website. And please check out the newsletter, sign up listen to music because you can listen to all my music there too and the new website will be able to show you exactly where you can listen to it for free and where you can download it, stream it or buy it and don't forget to become a monthly donor because if you become a monthly donor you get discounts on the store which if you buy from there family farmers get money and you'll get a free gift in the mail like what I'm about to send out everybody on the donor list here at the end of April and you're going to see the business directory up on the website for all American made American made products and American services right here from small to mid-sized businesses guys we're growing we're growing and you want to know why because there's right ways and there's wrong ways But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Especially if you're wearing an armor of God shirt. So God bless you. Please share the video. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. For more Live from America. And I can't wait to be back with you tomorrow tomorrow morning for more. Because it's awesome. It's always awesome. And I appreciate it. I love you guys. Have a great night. See you later.